Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Foresight. It's your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your boy Wills. Hope all is well with you guys. You know, everything's been well with us over here. But it got better on Saturday. You guys should know why. You know, uh, hopefully your world got better because my world got a whole lot better because of this project. <laughs> um, this I was telling you guys this, you know, with free promos from, from the boss man and them in the firm. And more life is out in the firm more life he's official out i am the most i guess what i would say the most official unofficial or the most unofficial official either way people know me as part of the gang and i'm not a part of the gang but in my mind i am and we got some special guests with us of course we got our triple og the always watchful got my guy q here with us what up what up and of course we got my guy the talented What's the young on? fella rashawn you know new music on? on the way right of course to, um i got two new songs on the way and hopefully i got an ep coming i've just been working you know really by the way i'm gonna text you guys this record that he got that has a great drake sample to I it i need that yeah <laughs> you, you, you got life. that so, and, yeah, and that's and that's some like that's some older stuff but mm-hmm. back back into like you know right now we're just i'm just working and really trying to develop something you know sound for myself so yeah i just been taking it easy and definitely got some new music on the way exactly and before we get into this let me just say uh Let's let's give a huge shout out to Ross for his album because his album I thought was very dope. Um, well, you can just be honest. be honest. Wells, be honest right now. When you heard "Idols Become Rivals," you wanted to cry for the sake of Wayne. You wanted to cry just for the sake of Wayne because you your heart. Forget the Khaled part, but, but you I know told what you, you like the, the Wayne. Sh- I mean, I I did. I mean, I felt it, and then. I, it, it kind of hurt me. Not hurt me, but I knew. But I'm just like, damn, he's speaking that real. I wish I could do this in the world. <laughs> in the world, be like, yeah, fuck Birdman or whatever. But um, I told you, honestly, what really like hurt me was like the Khaled situation because I knew Khaled left um, Cash Money, but I didn't know it was like on some like real. I mean, Birdman does everybody dirty, but when Khaled talked about Cash Money like a year or two ago, he just was like, um... Yeah, the situation wasn't right. I left, blah, blah. He put it like that. Mm-hmm. And then he just came up with they. And now we all know who they is. So, I mean, um, some still don't know who they is. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. true. You know, I, I found out who, my fault. Oh, no, nah, you're good. You're good. You good. Nah. Um, I found out who they was through Twitter going crazy mm-hmm. over who he exposed they to be. So mm-hmm. it was just like, I didn't, you know what? I'm not even going to lie. More life drop. And I wanted to really see what that was about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded, it's so funny, the same morning my pops told me about Ross's album. Shit was crazy. Came in, you know, he's an OG. Mm-hmm. Fucked with it. He's like, Ross back on his bully. I was like, all right, I'm going to take a listen because, you know, I fuck with Ola. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, more life came in. <laughs> more life. Your thoughts nah, on Ross's album. I mean, though, the stunner joint, stunner's a scammer that every Brooklyn nigga wants to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that nigga's been zoning people for years. And, like, he's the scammer that every Brooklyn nigga is by. Every Brooklyn nigga that is out here busting pieces, got a, got a big-ass shrine, uh, this nigga Birdman. Cause that's what he does. But, I mean, Ross is Ross. I, I've had this conversation many a times. Uh, past 10 years, he's had the best beat selection and best production. He's never had a whack beat. And so it's like, you look at his production, never changed. This is his ninth album. I'll put it against anybody else's ninth album and most people's first projects. I mean, Ross's pen's gotten better each year. We just don't give him the credit, and he, I feel like he drops at the wrong time. 
It's like if he drops this in February, we're talking about Ross for a month. Yeah. You dropped it the day before Drake, so it's kind of like gets overshadowed. Yeah, but the I don't whole feel album, at all. as a whole, is, is fire. And it's you know what I mean. It's it's, it's unique Ross. This is reminds me <laughs> of. I mean. I mean Ross. I guess, but it's just like. But also, the, Drake was push, no, Drake was pushing numbers, his. Doing right Drake numbers. was pushing his back, so he wasn't like we. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, knew yeah. Drake was gonna drop. It's just like. It sucks that Drake dropped, and it doesn't suck because I'm an OVO stand myself. You already mm-hmm. know OVO Q, mm-hmm. aka Two Step to Baby Mom, the Passion Fruit. Um, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. Leave me alone. Um, but like the point is, like Ross is dope. Uh, I think he just never gets his just due. He's been a dope artist for a long time. He's given us great projects, and I think this is probably up there somewhere in the top three, if not one of the best projects he's given us on, you know, in his career. Yeah, this is my favorite Ross project. To be honest, I was telling somebody this. The other day, it was actually last. It was, it was on the weekend. I was like, I was like, this is the first Ross project for me personally that like, I could actually listen to like close to all of it, instead of just like going well. I just listened to this entire project, and there's only like a handful of records that I like. Yeah, so I mean, for me, it was just like, yo, like I really like that. So, but either way, the shout out to Ross, man, for that record. I mean, it was much appreciated. I still try to take time to listen to it, but I mean, it's hard, man, because you know, six thirty. PM Easter Standard Time on Apple Music, More Life came out. And let me just say this. I don't put a lot of stock in into music reviews. I I have little stock in music reviews because I feel like they lose their purpose with the writers who, who like obviously create these things. And and of course there's also just a disagreement on opinion, but the fact that I'm seeing these reviews and they've been lovely for more life. I mean absolutely lovely. I'm talking widespread acclaim i'm talking everybody bigging it up b plus the a's i feel good and also let me give a huge shout out to my ovo family on twitter because i put the article up on my medium page sunday just giving my thoughts on more life and so far over 3500 reads and just a dozens and dozens of retweets and just to start with you wills more life the playlist, not the <laughs> album, not the mixtape, the playlist, that's going to be another thing on Drake's list that he somehow contributed, contributed to the game. What Started. did you think? Of I the thought it was amazing. Mm. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> I just thought it was great. He just, it just hit, like, it. I don't know. It was just speaking to me, man. Like, and I was at work mm-hmm. when the radio was, the OVO radio was on, so I'm listening at work, like, just chilling. And I'm behind the desk too. I'm not even supposed to be listening. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot what he said. He said something. I just went crazy. Mm-hmm. And people was like, "Yo, what, what's going on?" I'm like, "Yo, this new Drake drop. <laughs> we <laughs> only got alone. like an hour left. Like, just leave me alone right now." I'm, <laughs> about, I'm like, "I'm about to just go sit in the office or whatever." But um, the album is it's it's great. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just he. It's Drake, man. He's the goat. He's the goat. Q, what about you, man? I mean, I'm being an OVO stand and having to argue for many years um, with the Raw, not the Raw, the Cole uh, Kendrick conglomerates. It just felt like a championship. Um, it felt it like the last like time I'm a Spurs fan. It felt like last time Spurs won and there was confetti everywhere, champagne was flowing. Yo, it was a great night. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it and it felt, yo, night. it felt immaculate because. It These did. are all the things it was a that, night. that we talk about and that we argued for the past year or so. Like mm-hmm. me, I'm at Flock, like we argue with people back and forth, whether it's Twitter. Backs against the wall. And, you know, oh, I'm like this. <clears throat> and it's like all the naysayers, all the doubters, the detractors, y'all can't say nothing. Down and all I'm going to do now is get myself ready for the summertime. I'm, I'm wearing all linen. 
I'm, okay, I'm, I'm dancing to Passion Fruit with your baby moms. Okay, just give us an hour. We'll pick your son up in an hour. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. Hold, them, hold it down. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, it's, it has that La Marina, blow hookah, Mama Wanda's feel to it. At the beginning of the album, when you get you know you get those nice passion fruit, you get in the blim, blim. right, and then bong hits you with the Portland joint, and those are my three favorite artists. Like God hears you. I'm telling you right now, when you pray, God hears you. You have to speak <laughs> things into existence, man. Yo, That's when the he, realest when, thing ever. When I looked on the track listing and I saw Quavo. <laughs> Travis Scott, I, I knew God. He, I knew God heard me. He <laughs> heard me because I talked to God. I said, God, if there's anything in life I want, I need a track of my three favorite artists, and it was a hundred percent fire. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I, I just feel great. I'm thankful, and I know, like I said, put your prayers out there to the world, and God's going to hear you, and He's going to give you what you need in your life. And right now, the world needed more life, and He gave it to us. I couldn't believe that those three actually got on the track. Cause I actually didn't see the playlist before the I, I didn't see the yeah I didn't see the tracklist before the uh, project came out. I was just actually just guessing it as each song was playing on on, on OVO Sound Radio. So when I saw Quavo, I was like, no, Quavo and Travis, and Quavo is just continuing his unbelievable streak. He hasn't missed on a record in at least a year, or ever it seems yeah. like. And Apparently, side note, this Quavo Travis Scott project is, is looking like it's taking shape. Mm -hmm. It's Quavo Travis Scott. How do we feel on that real quickly? Um, we want that? We definitely need that. We definitely do. Summertime. We want that for both sides, or we want that just for the simple fact that I mean, chances are Quavo is going to body to Travis. To be honest, I want nah. good music. No, 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 no. You don't, don't think Quavo can body Travis? I, I, nah. I think that they both bring different elements to the track. Like, even on, on, on the Portland song, I think everybody individually bodies that song yeah. because they, they embody what they embody. Yeah. Like yeah. like Travis Scott's verse is fire to me. Like oh, it is fire. Od it fire. Is fire. And so it's, and same thing with Quavo and the hook. So it's like Quavo gives you what he's gonna give you. He's gonna give you a nice verse, a cool hook. Drake talks that shit at the beginning, and Travis talks shit at the end, and that shit encompasses all three of them, and that's why it fits so perfect. And if you go on Apple Music, it's probably the most popular song on the album. I've seen like yeah, it right. pop up first with the uh -huh. album. Cause I think when you have three artists like that, one that's on the come up, two that are really established, and then you have a Drake, it all comes together because they're being themselves. No one's trying to outdo each other, just mm -hmm. being themselves. I mean, you, you know what I mean? It's just natural and it feels organic. Yeah. Most definitely. So, yeah, we want that project. But since, I don't know, man. I think about that project and it's like the idea of like hook duties. Think about it this way. All right, you had to choose one I or mean, the other. Quavo or Travis if you need a fire hook. I mean, Quavo. I don't know. I might have to go Travis. It depends. We're talking about like right now, right? Like, like Quavo is phenomenal at hooks, right? Right now in this moment. But I might have to lean towards a veteran because Travis has been giving us hooks. And it might have been a Kanye hook that you love, and now it's Travis. So it's like I'm going, I might lean towards the veteran only because after a while, you know what I mean? You might miss. He's due for a miss. Not that I want him to miss. I don't think he's missed, but. I just give it mm -hmm. to the, the veteran. You know what I mean? Anytime there's a tie, you give it to the champion. Oh, you know who I'm coming around. You know who I'm rocking with. <laughs> Quavo. I've been, hey, I, I've, been talking, I've been talking Migos since the beginning of the podcast. I'm just I'm just happy everybody's on the Migos. same page. And, <laughs> and don't get it twisted. Brown Paper Bag, that's my favorite Quavo verse of all time. Like that's my favorite yo, song on the album. Just period, hands down. Like, yo, that yeah, verse I'm going come Quavo. On, that verse come on, dog, and it's I don't over. know who I am no more. Like, I'm literally Amigo. I'm, they, they call me uh, Credit Score. That's my Amigo name. Credit <laughs> Score. <laughs> no, real talk, though, I'm going, I'm going Quavo, and I have one song for the reason why I'm going with Quavo. It showed me something. You 
you guys can laugh and do whatever you want. But hearing Quavo on Slide, oh yeah, that yeah. Calvin Harris record, yeah, doing what he did on that type of record, I yeah. was like, that was I'm sold. I heard that on the radio. Yeah. I was, like, okay. I was okay. sold. I was absolutely sold. Yeah, but cool. the piggyback off Q when it came to more life, Saturday just felt like a freaking movie. It felt yeah. like a movie. You know, I haven't felt that way since Game Seven of the Finals, um, um, post game. Like I was just so proud. I was, cause real talk, like this last year in terms of just debates has been a tough year in terms of debates. Can I? Cause everybody just brings up views. Can I and, chime in real quick? Like, yeah. It, that's a that's a big fact because especially when views drop, you know, especially Drake had us wait for views for super long what it felt like but it really wasn't we that was guessing long. the date like, yeah, yeah you know what I mean we, we were like we were like stepping on our own feet you uh-huh. know what I mean with that and he was just letting us do it like yo just be patient yeah <laughs> views came and it was so long and niggas couldn't wait no more that certain people were just like nah this shit is trash then they yeah. started listening to it mm-hmm. and then over the summer when they like yeah, niggas views. was like ah oh, nah I listen to views yeah. views is hard yeah views is one of those projects but, that like was definitely a grower yeah. In terms of the fact that, like, people... You know what it is I was said about, too, the critics for views? It was the fact that a lot of people, I think, had so much expectations for that project, but their expectations weren't clear. They either weren't clear or they weren't realistic. Mm-hmm. So when they heard it, they were so let down because it was like, well, what did you think of it? Like, myself, Q, us, like, we had our expectations, what we expected, and then we were, like, for the most... for At the very least, cool with the project. Yeah. Or really enjoyed it. Like, I really enjoyed Views. Where, where do you rank that? So, like, my question... I had this conversation, right? Where do you rank Views? Where, where do you rank More Life? We know More Life just came out. Like, where do you I said in my it? article, and, and I really mean it. You know, to me, More Life is Drake's best project. And I say that... And I say that... Here's why I say that. And I said it in the article as well. I said, put nostalgia aside. Because here's the thing that yeah. people don't realize with music. We talk about what's our what these artists' best project and stuff, and a lot of it has to do with the nostalgia because we think, oh, man, you know, let's say we take care. I think, oh, man, you know, like, I was an 18-year-old kid fresh out of high school mm-hmm. trying to figure things out, trying to go to college and work, right? Wills, you could enjoy Take Care because of the fact that you think about what was going on with you. Same thing with you yeah. with whatever your favorite Drake's mm-hmm. project no, are, right? But if you want to get down to, like, the X and O's of music, to me, there's no better project in terms of songwriting, vocal performance, vocal range, production, so- Guest features, mixing, mastering. To me, more life clears all of that and then some. So give me your top three Drake um, albums. I'm sorry to cut you Go off. Go ahead. But no, but I'm just saying I watched an inter- a Hot 97 interview earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was yesterday. But um, uh, Rosenberg's had the same exact thing as you. He's like, he, um, but he didn't even finish, like, listen through the whole playlist. He's like, I got halfway through the playlist. And I tweeted, this is Drake's best, um, yeah, I remember best saying project that. ever. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, and he was like, you got people that love Drake and people that hate Drake that's coming at me like, how you going to say that? It's too early. What about Take Care? This and that. The album's not even over because this one, it was like streaming. And he was yeah. like, you didn't even finish the album, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, but then if I would have said like, oh, this, um, use it better or Take Care, then they would have just came at me for that. He was yeah. just like. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I was saying before. It's all about putting nostalgia <laughs> to the side. Like. Take Care for Now will remain, like, my favorite Drake project. But that's really for the standpoint of, again, nostalgia purposes. Where do you see that? Um, I mean, to be honest, I am still, like, a... I don't have a favorite Drake project. Because, okay. like, I'm a very big Drake fan, but I just think there's a, a Drake era. Like, okay. that, mm-hmm. a, that was very strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From, like, 2010 to 2000... Maybe 2011 nah. to be... No, no, no. From, like... 
Okay, from when he dropped So Far Gone yeah. to... You mean like his when, prime? To when he dropped So Far Gone to specifically right before Nothing Was the Same. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? When uh, I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, remember? We, 2011, 2012, I'll, I'll say it. In my his, honest opinion, I think that's his best bet, form. I think that's his best form because, one, he he was at the pinnacle, yeah. but he wasn't confident within himself. Yeah. And you can and you heard that in his music. But yeah, that's, he gone to the other but side. But at that yeah. time, that's what everybody wanted because you yeah. could see the way everybody reacted to it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like he gave us something that was different. And then, not only that, you know how many people at the time were saying Drake is his own genre? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so many people. Nah, really real talk that, though. That's to, that's, that's honestly what, my favorite, that's, and that's why I consider him one of the greatest. Like, if not the greatest of all time, when it like comes right to like hip hop, you know. Nah, what I mean? yo, I say it all the time. I say like, because yo, artist wise though, I, I like put, a hip hop artist. But speaking about yeah. this, right? I always have this conversation. I'm like, yo, we always put people on pedestals, and then you kind of pick and choose which one to acknowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Before Drake came out, and this is like no head, no no top, whatever. What artist you know from Toronto? Right, like Cardinal Official was, the only, Cardinal, was yeah. the only person who from Toronto, right? So without Drake, there's there's no weekend, right? Without without I him, you don't know Cardinal. Yeah, he's on, he's on a remix Cardinal. with like he's on a remix with like uh, was he Flo on the Rider, with like Flo Rider or something. He was like on that. some shit with Jay Sean. Like yeah, 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 whatever it was, he was yeah. he wasn't that nice. Dangerous. But with with no with no Drake, right, comes no OVO. With no OVO comes no Forty, comes no Party Next Door, no Roy Woods, no, no Division, no The Weeknd. Hold on, scratch that. Without forty, there's no OVO. No, no you're Let's, right. Let, I'm but, sorry. I love Drake. Drake's my guy. But at the end of the day, if we are real Drake fans, forty, and like in he's terms the heart, of an, he's the heart of an and soul. engineer yeah. producer, you know what I mean, bro? But he's what I consider him the coach, right? So like the coach, yeah, okay. when, the coach is never gonna get the credit. Like LeBron's coach growing mm-hmm. up is never gonna get the credit he deserves because yeah. he got LeBron. You he's feel like me? it man. Yeah, like you yeah. know and, what I mean. And and yeah. Drake is like Bruce Lee. Yeah, so yeah. it's like he's never gonna get that shine because Brady you got you got you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you always gonna give it. The coach is the coach. We know mm-hmm. as as fans as people who really take a Drake dive said, into what goes on. He's yeah. not recording music no like, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of like, basically, you know, we take a real a real deep dive into like the artists and what goes on. The average fan doesn't. The average fan is just here to hear the music. Yeah. So that's why I don't put 40 in light because it's hard for them to configure that in their mind, right? But it's time we get them to acknowledge that. But it's hard yeah. because most people don't do research before they do exactly. something. Exactly. They don't, like, they so don't like, understand. Like, for example, when they I was don't understand up, what he does, I thought, e, I thought E40 was trash, right? I thought he was garbage, but I took 20 minutes out and I said, let me see what the Bay is about, what the culture in California is about. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's awesome yeah. because I took me that's 20 cool. minutes to really research and mm-hmm. see what the lingo was his effect in the rap game, right? And not a lot of people do that. So when people hear Drake music, right? Definitely not in this what, 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 To me, what draws it to him is the introspection, right? There's a level of introspection he gives you. But even further that, there's a level of what's going on now, right, mm-hmm. in his life that he's able to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I like more life because the introspection to right now, what's recently happened, is in there. Exactly. The Meek stuff is in there. The whole stuff's in there. The Joe Biden stuff's in there. He has perspective now. The J-Lo stuff is in there. Like, but th- think about Tory the Tory Lane. Lane stuff. Like the first three bars, he's at Tory. At the first three bars, he's at Tory Lane's. Like, off of free smoke. The first three bars, Tory went up. The joint about the uh, the phone tap. You never had your phone tap. Yeah. You always in a row. You never home yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like that's at Tory because on Tory skits, he's on the phone. You know what I mean? And he's never home now. He's always torn. So he's coming. No, at, he, oh yeah, I told you. Yeah, come so, on, Drake is a very. So it's like most fans don't, man. That's my my, my problem. With most fans and why I don't really argue music with a lot of people is because. They don't hit the deep dive, mm-hmm. and they're not really invested in the music. They're invested in just looking cool right now. 
You know, I mean, not investing in the artist. But without, I, I just feel like without forty is like no, Drake of course, I can hundred percent. You can't even get Drake. Like Drake could come with the content, but it's the of sound. It's the like, sound, man. Like it's that's bro, why Club Paradise, yeah. bro. Drake started it, that shit on YouTube. Yeah. Drake type beat. Yep. Let's not front like everybody wasn't trying to get on a Drake beat at one point. Honestly, you know the I mean? one thing I've I always said I feel like is his biggest contribution to like this generation of rap mm-hmm. is like folks actually having legitimate hometown pride because the thing people forget is we're so used to now everybody making music from everywhere and we're so used to the fact that yeah like this person is like from like Louisville, this person's from detroit this one's from new york this one's from like arizona mm-hmm. that we forget that like for the longest in rap like mad people had to claim like three spots you had to claim new york you had to claim la you had to claim uh, eventually atlanta or you just had to be on some like y'all from the or east Chicago. coast West Coast and eventually Chicago. Like, Drake in this generation was like the first artist who was like, I'm from where I'm from and I'm happy to be where I'm from and I'm going to show you that. And that eventually led on to others who are just like, I'm from where I'm from too and I like it. You know? Like, even just to use another example, right? Like, think about like, like, uh, Big Sean Detroit. Big Sean Detroit. But even like with Westchester, mm-hmm. think about the artists that made it here from Westchester that are actually like proud to be from Westchester and rep. Instead of just thinking, like, well, I'm from New York City, I'm from, like, Brooklyn. Like, they claim the fact that they all, yo, like, I'm from Yonkers, I'm from Mount Vernon. No, that's like, that really true. helps. But I think I think that's bigger. That's a bigger conversation because there are certain areas that won't let their artists die. And it's a smart tactic. Like, if, you, if you're from Brooklyn and you have something hot, Brooklyn supports their artists, whether it's mm-hmm. Mano, Fab, Young M.A., Casanova, Corey Finesse. Like, they're going to support the artists, right? Most other areas don't really support the artists. Like, Westchester... Like, fam, you could be as cool as you want with other cats, no one's supporting your joint, right? Like, if you're an up-and-coming guy. So it's almost like you're forced to rep other areas because, like, if like this, if Fab was from St. Louis, there'd be no Fab. Like, let's be honest. Like, if Fab was yeah. from Nebraska, you know what I mean? So it's hard for certain cats in certain areas of the country. Like, if you're from L.A., you're good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're from L.A., it's such a big culture. Yeah. You're all right. If you're from Houston, you're all right. But what if you're from Waco? Like, ain't nobody mm-hmm. repping you in Waco, Texas, or Mission, mm-hmm. Texas. You know what I mean? So people have to gravitate towards the nearest, uh, I guess, city to try to get their wave. But even then, though, like, there's still artists who can stay. Like, there's, like, a recent artist. If you guys don't know him, I definitely will encourage you guys to check him out. There's an artist named Khalid. 1906, he's the one that came out with, like, a couple songs like Location and, like, really smooth R&B cat. This dude is from El Paso, Texas. He was on a song with Daniel Caesar? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a really smooth 19 year old mm-hmm. singer and he's like repping El Paso. So when I see guys like that along with others, Can, it's just like for this generation, it's like, yo, like Drake really helped with that. I ain't gonna lie. In like, terms of just being where you're from and repping I, I, that. I would say Drake helped with that, but I would really feel like, I mean, social, like we also gotta give credit to social media. Of course, I mean? of like, course. There's no that doubt about that. That evolution gave just a platform for everybody to reach out, no matter whether you're from, because. It's so crazy. Asian trap is popping. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. I don't know what that and dude's it gave, name. And it gave certain people like us who really listen to hip hop like, yo, we don't know what the fuck but he's saying, but the beat is crazy. Whoever produced this, these Asian, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. these Asian cats is really expanding their yeah. world, and it's dope that we can see that they have a hip hop influence over in Japan. Like yeah. that's yeah. wave. You know what I mean? So like yeah. we also got to give a credit to social of media course. and. People using it in the utmost responsible, trying to yep. really branch itself because that's what it's for. It's not for this negativity and this, you know, to talk about crisis every day. It's definitely informational. We need it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But 
if it's used for the right purpose. If it's, that's exactly what yeah. I'm saying. Like, right you gotta realize people. That sounds bad, but there are a lot of herbs out there. So you know, when you give, yeah, and you give everybody social media, you get everybody a platform, and mm-hmm. everybody doesn't need the platform. You know that's what I mean? Right. And so a lot of times you have to filter through the bullshit. Yeah. Excuse my French. And that's not what I said. It's another thing. It takes five minutes to really do some research, especially whether whether it's news, whether it's music, whether it's sports, whatever the topic is. It takes ten minutes to really get yourself somewhat accustomed to what you're speaking on, whereas mm-hmm. most people are just speaking because mm-hmm. they have a platform and it's easy to type. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why you kind of I veer away from certain conversations because yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm really sitting here going through song credits of each song, of, actually of song placement, yeah. of who re- who wrote this, who recorded, who produced this, where mm-hmm. does this sound come from, and really understanding and respecting things, whereas you're just hearing something. Mm-hmm. So it's difference between hearing and listening. You know? Yeah. Like a white man can't jump. Like he told him, like, you, can, you might be able to hear him. Yeah. Hear my man hand just, but you can never listen to him. <laughs> yeah, you can't ever listen to him. But so. not for real. Like, I really feel like More Life, though, is his best project. This from, like I said, like the X and O's standpoint of just music. I was just, I just, again, man, like this, his songwriting every year this continues to improve so much just with the structure, with the clarity. And do not dis- do not disturb. Do not oh disturb. You think about do not disturb. Oh you think about lose you. Bro, but if you but did you hear what he said though? He was like he was like at the end he said he said something in like I let me rephrase it. He said it like in every, you know, at the end of every album or every tape it's he like drops. Surgery. It's, yeah, like it's like surgery. surgery. Yeah. You know what I mean? This shit <laughs> it's is, my last chance yeah, to said, make it. This is my last chance to make sure you take it personally. Yeah, yeah like, bro, like, he, it's kind of almost like he, we watched Drake tell the future to Drake entering the present time mm-hmm. to Drake running it, and now he's, like, at a status where it's, like, he's just looking down, and now he's kind of the commander-in-chief, and he has to... Like, yo, it's an introspection that makes work, it great, bro. man, because, like, like, yo, when you look, when you listen to Do Not Disturb... And, and you're really into hip-hop, you know, what's currently going on, you can feel those bars. Like, you know who the bar is directed to. You know what he's talking about. And it's personal. You know, you can hear it in the song. Even with the beat, the beat feels personal. Mm-hmm. Like, the, that's probably, to me, that's probably his best outro. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think um, Tuscan Leather is his best intro ever. Yeah, Like, is. I think Tuscan Leather that's, was that's like, yo, Tuscan Leather was like, yo, there's so, so much shit talk. Like, yo, I think can't do nothing with me. You never move me. Like, off I'm the here. Last record, like he was just talking reckless. Record, just off these records. Like he went so crazy. And, and to me, that's I think that's his worst album. Mm-hmm. Like if I had their great albums, I'd like, yo, that's probably like my least favorite album. But that intro, that was nothing with the team. Yeah, yeah. I think that was his. Best. But uh, there's no best. worse. Like the, what? No. There's no worst. I would say like in terms of like it's not it's, trash, right? In terms of worst, in terms of not being trash. I just that's probably my it least would be, favorite album. You something like for me, it'll probably be not the album. Like to me, is the best intro he has. Yeah, but the album, nothing was the same to me. If I rank his albums, it's probably last. But again, I think all his albums. Are you know, great, what's so another it's reason not, why I say More Life is his best project because we know Drake like on average has like let's say like 18 tracks on his album, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we look at Drake projects, we go like, yeah, like this is like a good project or a very good project. I remember I said this on Twitter not too long ago. People were like, what? Like, what are you saying? I was like, for as very good as Drake projects are, he usually hand, he usually has like a handful of records that are like skip worthy. Not saying they're trash records, but if you had to choose skip or not, then you could usually go skip. On More Life, to keep it 100, every time I listen to More Life, I usually start from the beginning and then I listen all the way to the end. 
or I listen I? or I listen from a certain part. I can't find no more than like three records on More Life that are skip worthy. Like not okay. even joking. I, I start from Georgia and then Blue. Yeah. And then I just listen to it. Well, you skip Passion Fruit, bro. You want one. I know. You want. <laughs> nah, you know, the only the it's only is the only joint that. my favorite song now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, me too. That. It's, it's my top two like, after uh, Drunk Disturb. Yeah. It's up and there. the transition um, into that from Passion no, Fruit. Ho, ho, oh, yeah. Madiba, Madiba Redem. Yeah. Redem. Oh, that yeah. is that my record. Is my yeah. It's so funny that I always got to go and like look and be like, yo, what's the name you, of this joint? Yeah. I always dance like this. You know what it is, bro? It's like the fact that Drake, like, Everybody called him a culture vulture, but you can't say nothing in this playlist because he took every single culture and brought it together. No, it, no yes. it's not, he's not a culture vulture when you give people a platform. <coughs> There's a difference, right? That's exactly and what he's actually, I agree with you. I know he, what you're about to say. And that. he's actually so culture. culture. So people, what, what gets me tight is, like, they let Hove just take Snoop's lingo. They let Hove take beats. They let Kanye take uh, Cuddy, take uh, Travis Scott. But he's not a culture You know what I mean? But Drake's a culture vulture. He gives cats a platform. Yeah. So that whole European London joint... He's putting them on because yeah. you wouldn't know who Gigs was if yeah. you wasn't really a music head. You wouldn't Skeptics. know Skepta. Shout out to my you guy know, Gigs. You wouldn't know who I'm Georgia been listening is. To Gigs. I tell you, I went to um, OB, I was, I've been, I've been played Whipping Excursion by Gigs. Word. Boy. I went to 2000. I was fucking with Skepta. No, I was just going to say that. No, Skepta, he's dope. Like, but, we, dope. but if you're not a music head, like you call him a culture vulture, he's just giving these guys a platform. Yeah. Yeah. And he lets them eat. Like, yo, Hove took Young Chris Flo. Where's Young Chris at right now? Exactly. You know well, what I mean? That's exactly what I said. I was like, <laughs> shout out to Young Chris. He just came out with a dope album. But where's his? You know I mean? Where's his? Where's his career at? You feel me? Like, I know. I'm just, it's like yo. It's like if you're a culture vulture, most of the time the person's <coughs> not around no more. You just took their superpower yeah. like Shang Sun, yeah. and now he's dead. But like I respect. Drake for giving the platform. He decides to give these London dudes a platform on his on, on probably it's his most fa- anticipated album. It's also the fact that like he he said it in an interview, like he actually has like genuine relationships with these guys. And that's what I was saying. Like he's actually cultured. Like it's the difference between like let's say like somebody who yeah. like travels and spends time places and, and multiple times compared to somebody who just I- travels once and then just think like they're from there. Yeah, and it's like it's completely it's like, different. Bro, he's actually it's like cultured. A relationship is a relationship. You know what I mean? When you meet somebody and you really connect with them you yeah. know what I mean it's the way he probably feel about these young cats is probably the way Wayne felt about him when he brought yeah. them in you know what yeah. I mean like dudes like The Weeknd that's why he passed it up the way that he did yeah. with him because these are dudes he gave a platform to and yeah. they build together yeah. that's the thing people don't understand uh, like when he uses the lingo and uses the sounds it's not like on some like he did like crit, like a quick trip like again like if we had to break down Toronto real quickly people don't understand I've fortunately been to Toronto once and we'll be back again. Toronto's a very diverse city. Extremely, bro. Where mad people grow up together. So, of course, when you grow up with mad people like that, you're going to be raised that way. It's just the culture. It's just just he never used that and showed that in the beginning until now. It's the same thing with his times in the UK and islands. He's been there for years, building those relationships, spending that time and actually learning and appreciating. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between doing that and then what art artists would do, which is like be around people like once or twice, and then think you could just take the style yeah. or travel here and then take style. Like no, like he has genuine <laughs> relationship. Yeah, <laughs> he he has genuine relationships and like genuine intentions <laughs> with those people, son. You can say that because yo, it's the truth. Yo, like our 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 guy doesn't do that. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. state property. Like it's like yo, we cats get fired. It's, it's crazy when like when dudes get on fire, how certain people stand next to them for a little while 
And then when that fire goes out, they know where to be seen no more. And that's what culture vulture is. But again, we pick and choose who who we're gonna put on the cross. People like, you know what I mean? Like, hate on him, bro. But they do. I, two, that's the been the best part about there, this project. There's two things I haven't seen. No legitimate nah, hate. But there's two things in life I never understood, and I'll never understand ever in my life. The one is grown men who passionately hate LeBron. It's weird to me, and then the second thing is women who think they're personally friends with Beyonce. Like those two <laughs> things, let me know the, weird, the world's a weird place, and I can't really rock with everybody because in my mind, neither one make a difference to me. Like there's dudes who passionately will go online right now and find every reason to hate LeBron, and Girl. there's women who want to put out statuses and tweets like as if they're friends with Beyonce. Like, when she had a baby, I'm seeing all this stuff. I'm like, damn, you got invited to baby shocks? I didn't. <laughs> But, like, the way women act when she put, she had a baby, if you would think that those are their nieces and nephews. Nah, that's true. Hell yeah. Yo, back to, <laughs> um, back to what we, we, we were saying about Toronto. Toronto is extremely diverse. I went to um, OVO Fest in 2015 with uh, with Nico, yep. my man Hunter, and his man Chris. Yeah. And, bro. So diverse. Such a beautiful bro, we city. Went, I can't wait to be back, man. Bro, it Also was, been to Montreal. Epic, Shout out to I'm, Montreal, I'm too. All, like, Asians. You gotta go to Montreal. Yeah, you haven't been to this. Bro, tonight. I've met Asians. I've met Jamaicans. I've met Indians. I've met European. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met people from different walks of life, and bro, they are cool as shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's and like, it'd be very easy to be influenced and to suddenly because it's and not you even realize why. Yeah, like that's because that's a thing, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's like. A lot of life there, you know what I mean? It's it's something you can't describe. Once you go to Toronto, bro, it's a feeling when you sit there and you. you see the fucking Blue Jay Stadium mm-hmm. in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Then you see the Toronto uh, Raptors yeah. um, basketball facility, CN Tower, bro. And then you go down, and then you go down one of the main streets, and you see all these carts selling mad vintage stuff. Yeah, bro, like this is life. You know what I mean? This is CN stuff that, Tower, that back in the nineties and 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 the eighties. When New York and LA and all these places had yeah. vintage shops yeah. on the street yeah. selling, you know, um, what was it? It was um, Spike Lee has clothing line. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. Yeah. It was yeah. star like star bear, star yeah. from Marlboro, mad yeah. stuff that was vintage. It's legit. Bro. But like, people uh, but, don't get but that. that man. Come, like I said, that comes from again doing your research because everywhere in the country, and even inside the U.S. Go spend some time in Louisiana. Understand why they think Boosie is so dope. Yeah. Go to Atlanta. Yeah. Go to Atlanta, right, and hit a strip club. Not on some like broke person shit, but like on some like on some like right, and that Jeezy bar is gonna hit you different when you do it. Like yeah. you know, like I remember before I went to Miami and hearing raps about Miami, and then I spent like a, uh, went down there for uh, Memorial Day weekend, and going down there and seeing that. Yeah. Them bars hit. Like, yeah. being that live on a Sunday, that yeah. bar yeah. hit. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, yo. I went to Memorial Weekend up here twice. <laughs> Niggas, like, like Wayne said, live on Sunday. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Like, yo, when, when you experience life at, at, at before or after you hear something, it's like you really get your, you do your research, it really hits you different. And that's, that's why, why I, I, I was going to write y'all in the chat and say, Yo, I'm about to get a tat on my, cause I'm tatted. I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm about to just tap my ribs just so, <laughs> yeah. so that ball can hit me. Cause that, yo, like right, I be right, like, right, yo, right, I want to right. tweet it, but I'm like, I'm tatted everywhere else. Yo, Houston rap <laughs> hasn't been the same to me ever since I visited Houston in, in January. Yeah, cause being able to take in that culture, and I even went to the 
chop and screw uh, shop. Yeah. When you actually get to be there and taking that history and just feel the city, it's like now it makes sense why they like whole they so, rap and sing the way they do. Flow, and the whole being slow yeah. and chilling and riding the candy paint, like being yeah, like down it's there. Real, like they're like not just saying what that they're just doing. To say like that. them cats really drink lean every day. Them Hell cats yeah. really ride slow. They really be no, so. It's like when you. For me, growing up, when I first heard Big Pimpin', I didn't know who UGK was, and I thought they were whack. I'm like, who are these two cornball niggas? But then being older and doing research on Pimp C and understanding Bun B and Scarface and, and DJ Screw and then Paul Wall them had their movement and Slim Thug, you start doing your research on the city, you go, damn. Them niggas are dope. Like you start yeah. going back to UGK shit from like what made them yeah. legends. Like damn, you got them that, niggas is fire. Because you got more research, more and it's perspective. Like, I always encourage. I encourage any person that really is into music, culture, whatever you are, art, whatever it is that you're into, take the time and do your research because it makes everything more dope. Like when you know the past or something, you understand kind of like the the mirage, right? Yeah. For example, in basketball, who made the finger roll popular? George Gervin, right? The Iceman, George. Yep. But Connie Hawkins created the finger roll. Uh-huh. So no Connie Hawkins, no George Gervin. Gervin. So if you acknowledge George Gervin, you have to acknowledge that's Connie, Connie Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. And that's music in the sound. So it's like Drake as his career. That's history. He came, up, yeah. he came up as a backpack rapper. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right? But he grew up in a city that was diverse. So it's not culture vulture. It's him giving back to that sound. Right? And my, one of my favorite songs on uh, Sacrifices, yeah. he does Thugger's Flow. That's yeah, not exactly. him taking, th- that's an acknowledgement to Thugger that your flow is fire. Yeah. And then Thugger comes after him and does the Thugger flow. And that yeah. song, it makes that Change song. to an extent did too. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And that's that dope when, when you use somebody's flow as acknowledgement, as a homage. Like, you know what, you want a song with me? That's the first song that we're really on together. I'm going to use your flow to show you how dope I think Can you I, are as an artist. I'm not even going to front. That's what a lot of underground artists who come up with their bros, that's yeah. what they do. That's, yeah. I don't I don't ever see why that's a problem. It's just the rules it. change like, because it's Drake, man. If you, if you like a lot of like with this whole Migo flow if you listen to the niggas that's like um like not popular like a skip or a flipper you have uh-huh. like um a dude named Migo Mingo De, Migo Domingo uh whatever there's a bunch of them but if you listen to all of them they all rap just like Quavo da 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 mm-hmm. and, the, and if you some of them actually be having better bars than yeah. like Offset and then and all them, but it's just like, but that's their thing or whatever. They're yeah. not, they're not biting or whatever. They just, it's just their thing. Up it's just the style, mm-hmm. man. But it, it's, it, it comes down to just the rules change because it's Drake. <laughs> but the thing is, Saturday night and even after, if Saturday night was the night OVO won the championship, then the days after it just felt like the championship parade, like the championship after effect. Because literally, I have, I know dudes on the timeline who are like serious Drake haters, serious Drake critics. And I was just hyped when I saw dudes. Of course, they listened to the album. like They listened to the, a place like All of Us. They are tweeting their pants. But even at the end, they was like, yo, More Life is pretty fire. Or like, yo, More Life is pretty good. And I'm like, yo, that, that, that shows me all it is. And people that want to critique and want to hate, they can't. They, they just can't because I, I'm just speechless, man. Because it this past year was so hard with what people were expecting because with the mixed opinions on views, so people suddenly were thinking like, yo, Drake hasn't released a good project or is not capable of releasing a good project. And they were trying to question whether or not like he was on a decline and this and that. And it just shows like more life is like, no, when it comes to the music, the man can release as good or as great as a project that anybody can. You know what's crazy? I'll venture to say that 
he did Toronto on More Life so much better than Views. And Views is dope yeah. to me. Yeah. Views is fire to me. But he did it so much so much so because for me, when I listen to all the albums, like I had like Take Care and Views as like my top two like favorite joints that it moved Views like number three automatically. Like when I heard it because I'm like, damn, he gave us the Toronto sound and views, right? And even some shit talking and different things. I'm like, but this shit, he did this shit times a hundred. Yeah. And not like, so again, it's like no Drake head. It's no, like we're trying to suck the nigga. It's like, yo, you have to appreciate greatness. I always tell cats, stop critiquing athletes, musicians, because when they leave the game, you're going to miss them. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? So like, enjoy the art now. Like people be so mad because they life suck that they want to make everybody else <laughs> yeah. unhappy. And it's like, they got to find a reason to poke holes. But my point is, like, yo, anybody, I learned in life and like, maybe because I'm a little bit older, it's like, yo, I'm just going to enjoy what I have now because the one day it's not here no more, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I had that. And it's like, yo, it's an enjoy the art. It's an art form. It's somebody giving you introspection. And a lot of times your favorite artist doesn't give you that. Like, what do we know about Fab? What do we know about Lloyd Banks? What do we know about Kiss? What do we know about certain people mm-hmm. in terms of introspection? Not just bars. Not just like, yo, my whip is this or I shoot that. It's like, yo, Cook it up and whip it. the best artists in the world give you self-introspection, right? The mm-hmm. Weeknd, Kanye, Hove, Eminem, like... Artists that give you a, a point in you know a point into their life where these lyrics are really happening, right? Mm-hmm. And you know why it's so dope because no one else does it anymore. Everybody's fucking lying. So yeah. that's why it's dope. That's why music from the '70s is timeless. Yeah. Because the the niggas singing about the shit was really doing it. Like when his girl left him, he, he went to the studio and he yeah. was singing about yo, she left me, I need her back, like, and I you can hear that shit right, back. Yeah. Like, but like even like, even the '70s, Temptations. Uh, yeah. Ohio players, Lenny Williams, uh, the Whispers, the Shy Lights, the Delphonics, like these cats were singing from the heart. It was when they wrote their shit. It was like, yo, this is really happening to me, right? So it's hard to believe certain rappers because, like, damn, I know it didn't happen to you. Word. And so you're just giving me basic bars. Not that the bars are putting together the bars are basic, but they're basic because I know nothing about you. Word. And any big artist, whether it's Adele. Uh, Kenny Chesney, a country, they give you introspection, and that's invaluable. Shout that's out a to priceless. My dude, JB as well. Yeah, it's it's priceless. It's a it's a priceless thing. Yeah, no, yo, it's a priceless thing. But like Drake gives you the best introspection. Shout that's out to my dude Ed Sheeran, by the way. Yeah. I really liked his album too. Man, it's tagged. I'm about to get some tats because Ed Sheeran got tats. <laughs> yo, side note, side note. Uh, like an uh, artist from the past whose music uh, obviously is classic, but it really hits you certain way if you haven't listened to it in a while. And it might be like a chorus, like this is an obvious answer. But yo, Michael Jackson. When you haven't heard Michael Jackson in a while and you play some Mike Jack. Like black Mike or white Mike? No, I'm asking you guys a question. No, Mike is Mike. No, Mike's not Mike. Yo, Mike, at one time, Mike was black and then Mike was white. So I'm just asking, which Mike did you hear? Because PYT Mike is not the same as. Uh, the, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the other mic. Nah, so it was. Like, uh, which mic were you talking to? Like the first Mike Jack record I heard recently in a long time, Rock With You. Okay. Rock With You. That one was crazy. And then the other record that he has too, which is if Mike was alive and performed that now, yo, the Black Lives Matter crowd would get behind him. All I gotta say is that they don't really care about us. Yes. I ain't gonna front with my. Hey, mate, Mike, hey, Mike, Mike, you know, Mike, I don't break me. Yeah, conspiracy, cons- conspiracy theory. Q, Mike and OJ were both trying to get out. That's why. <laughs> that's my conspiracy. They were both trying to get out. That's why Mike was doing that, and that's why Mike OJ was about to change the, the game up. Then they murdered. They were trying him, to get. Up, they were trying to get out. They, they set up Mike. Mike was about to shut the game down OJ, with that tour. OJ and Mike and was suddenly both, his doctor yo, failed. Nah, him. OJ and Mike was both in the sunken place. <laughs> All right. So Kanye, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye's, Kanye's in the sun. That's why he dies here yellow. He's giving us, yo, you know what's crazy? As music fans, we ignore shit like Future 
has been telling us that he needs help for the past four albums, and we just keep on dancing through it. Like we're like, we're gonna keep on dancing. Fuck that future. Keep Word. making that music. He's screaming for help. He's like, yo, mm-hmm. somebody help me. Percocet, Molly Percocet, nigga, help me. That's what he's trying to tell you. But we just keep uh, uh, on another we keep song, on dabbing our way through that shit. A new song that came out just now. <laughs> a new song. A new song that came oh. out just now. That's scary, but it's like it's fire. Little but it's, Uzi shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not afraid. No, no, no. If you, I, I said the same thing, but listen. All my friends are dead. But listen, wait, listen, listen. <laughs> and we still dance to it. And we do the shoulder to be like, hey. He said the girl in the song. Yeah. He said the girl in the song said that to him. But still, though. But it's, it's, still like, like, still. it's still like, but Uzi, no. Uzi tracks a little different crowd. Bitches are weird, bro. I know, She's but still. It's like, it's like, yo, we hearing that. and said some shit like that. It's like, wait. Like, you know what just talking about. And he really is like, a bitch wanted to do drugs and told him like, "Yo, she was dumb high. I'm yeah. not afraid to die." All but my it's friends just, is, you know what I mean? It's like and we're just listening. We back in the mind. We're like, yeah. so you're not gonna help her? Like, you're not gonna help her? Cast like Kanye rock with all this shit because it's Kanye. But I'm like, yo, he's screaming for help. He's like, yo, I'm trying to. And think about it. The Kardashians were aligned with OJ. And you look at Kanye. James Harden got out before. He's, yeah. He had the terrible season. I'm done with this. He got out Tristan Thompson. Probably looking like, yo, help me. <laughs> he's help not, me. He's not, he's not really like. You know what I mean? Like, so he's not like, as much as an impact as he Lamar was last year. Lamar almost died. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. They, they're the white family from Get Out. And, and he came yo, back to life. Every black and he came back to life. Tiger yeah. don't got a music career. That's it. Who's Tiger? They're the white family from Get Out. Yo, every black dude that comes to that family is in this sunken place. It's crazy. But that's just conspiracy theory. We gotta Q. break that up. I'm just I'm just putting putting y'all out putting out this or casket see what's OJ going on. Hell yeah, OJ did it. <laughs> but you know what? It was vindication. It was don't fit. It was vindication. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like OJ, when I remember I was like eight years old when he got off. It was like when he got off, it was like damn, we knew he did it, but we black people something. celebrated like a yeah, mug. Like, you know what I mean? But like because we didn't get no victories. Yo, shout had, out to the American had, Crime Story. Had, was that uh, Rodney King get beat up? But then, but then, no great TV show. Then the system caught him on some system shit. Yeah, nah. You know what I mean? That's the system. That's the machine. That's how they operate. Sorry, but like y'all, I always tell Cass yo all the time. You gotta ask the right questions, and a lot of times like. Especially people of color, we don't ask any questions. We're just happy to have, right? We're happy to be at the table. Yeah, so we're just happy to be at the table. We're not eating. We're gonna be at the table, right? So let's ask yourself a question: Where did diamonds come from? They come from Africa, right? Mm-hmm. But the Jewish people run the diamond industry. So how could you run an industry, right? That doesn't come from your country. Mm-hmm. Think, think about that, right? But we want to wear Gucci belts and we want to look fly. We want to get money, but we don't think about this. All our celebrities, I just joggers. yeah, all our celebrities, whether it be Oprah, Diddy. Jay-Z, any rich black person is only paper rich. As black people, we own no industries at all. We don't own real estate industries. We don't own diamonds. We don't own any natural resources, right? All the natural resources that are owned in the world are owned by white people, Asians, or Indians. The people who and, rape the world. Right? And Africa produces about 25 to 30 natural resources. In 2010 alone, Africa produced $333 trillion of oil, uh, right? But there's no infrastructure. There's no clean water. There's no housing. There's nothing like side. that, right? We don't ask any questions. We just continually want to be a part of something, yeah. right? So they'll give us paper rich. They'll give you a couple hundred million dollars, right? Because that's nothing, because that's paper. Money's paper. If I rip it up, you don't have it no more. When they have billions. That right, but not even, not even money. It's not even money, because money's all is paper, right? Owning a commodity is a lot more valuable for a reason. If I have a glass of water in this room, we're all thirsty, and I drop half of it, it went up in value, right? Because there's true. four people who are still thirsty. Of course, of course. So I can charge you three times now more, right? Because I, I have the physical commodity. But if I have $20 and I rip it in half, where, where can I get my $20 back from? Nowhere. I can never make my money no, back because it's just paper. 
And that's a lot of the reasons why, like, the Middle Eastern, they go in and they fight because they're smarter now. They go, you're giving this paper for oil, you're going to flip this oil 85 times. This paper we can't flip. You feel me? Because it's only paper. It's, it's, that's all it is. And so for us as a people, same thing goes with music. We don't do research. We don't ask no questions. There's never a question of where that sound came from. There's never a question of how this, it's just we're going to critique it. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of times that's the problem because we're not taught these things or how to think. We're taught a different way. So you have to restructure your mind how to, how to receive information. Right? And that's why we don't have any industries. You know, you never ask a question. You never go to the Diamond District and just see all these Jewish guys smoking cigarettes. You go, hold on. I don't think no diamonds in Israel. <laughs> but there's some diamonds in Africa. So I'm just curious how that happens. Or mm-hmm. Latin made Or, but yo guys, gems being dropped on here as usual. It's my old head Q, yeah. man. I'm an old head. OGQ. Yo, Arden signing off. I'll tell you the podcast Sean, Q, More Life out. Check that out. Rotata. <laughs>